It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good morning. How Good are morning. you? <laughs> hey, if you're tired of the daily same old, same old, we've asked this before, but you're looking for someplace special where you can be encouraged and loved, then this is the show for you. Episode 105, the start officially of season two. <gasps> season two. We welcome you. Hey, uh, hey, this is so bright. Look at it. It's yeah. like shining pink on my face. It's awesome. We cannot have that. You don't like that? Well, oh no. I guess I'm just red. <laughs> I don't think it was contributing to that. No, you it's still to... there. I'll put it back. It, it, pink is your color. Of course. Yeah. It looks good. As... I, can, I can dim the lights a little bit, but go ahead and go with the introductions while I fix that. Hey, we're so glad that you've joined us this morning, but you know what? We don't know that you've joined us. This is a place where everybody knows your name as long as you type in the chat box. So would you do that? Would you type in the chat box? Let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And we have an all important question. We asked it all season one. We're going to ask it in season two. What is in your cup? (laughs) That's right. We care about what you're drinking. You know, I love it when we ask that question because it's kind of like, you know, what we originally set out to do by saying we're sitting across the table from you having a a coffee or a tea or whatever it is that you're enjoying and just kind of brings everybody closer together. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. We want to have coffee with you this morning. Welcome to season two. Welcome to season two, producer, pastor, Reverend Wright. We're so happy about season two. Not Reverend yet, almost. Almost. So close. So let's jump over to the chat box and say a great big good morning. Good morning, Joanne from Northern Ohio. Good morning, Monica from Knoxville, Tennessee. Good morning, Pastor Richard Johnson from Glasgow, Kentucky. So good to briefly see you Friday. Look forward to spending more time with you next month. Good morning, Stephen Hill, our new friend from Henderson United in Henderson, Kentucky. Good morning, buddy. Bless you. Good morning, Destiny from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. We love you, sweet sister. The bright sunshine of everyone's day is Destiny. Mary Kay, just down the street here in Shelbyville, she's having decast iced Starbucks Pike Place coffee with hazelnut syrup and half and half. And... I missed you yesterday, MK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big yeah, time. And Destiny says, "Yay, yay, yay! Season two, season two! Yay!" That's awesome. Very cool. Well, it's the beginning of a new week and a, a new season for us. As we mentioned, it's uh, it's interesting because we started a year ago tomorrow. April 25th. That was our first show. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you because the Good Morning Show is nothing without you. So happy anniversary, everybody. Yeah. And if you've been here since day one, put a a number one in your uh, chat box. Just let us know. I'm sure, you know, I know there's a few of you already. uh, But if you remember show number one, uh, put a number one in there. I do. I remember show number one. Well, guess what? We're going to take a look at a little clip from show number one. Not right now. We'll do it pretty soon. (laughs) We'll do it pretty soon. Uh, But uh, I wanted to kind to get things rolling along a little bit here. Good morning, uh, Shauna. So. Shauna mm-hmm. from Maryville, Missouri. Good morning. Good morning, Larry Buckby. I forgot what little old town he's in by Wichita. Colwich. Colwich. Good morning, Larry. Yeah. Destiny says, can't wait to come visit and guest star on the show. Please. You could definitely do that. Joanne awesome. says she's been here since day one. Yeah. And MK says they missed us. And MK's been here since day one. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, it's weird when you're somewhere else and you see pictures of your home church, especially when you're the pastor of the church that someone else posts and you're like, oh, I wanted to be there. But we had a good time in Henderson. Uh, yeah. The Lord was uh, very present and uh, we're beautiful. continuing with that. That's right. Tonight. We're um, in revival, y'all. We're yeah. in revival and we're excited about that. Yeah. Tonight we'll talk, through we'll, Wednesday Maybe night, we can yeah. talk more about that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Destiny says she's been on since day one. Yeah. Did I cut you off? Sorry. Yeah, no, you're quite all right. Hey, today we're going to be talking about, uh, of course, uh, how we started this mission that we call The Good Morning Show. Uh, we'll also uh, maybe have a few tips for building a habit of reading the Bible daily. Uh, Melissa's got the word for your day, and we always look forward to talking with you guys. And that's what this show is really all about, for us to be able to have an opportunity to encourage, to lift each other up, and uh, just to, to just say, how you doing? Because you are what makes this show special. You know, if you weren't on to interact with us, we would be sitting here talking to each other, but we've discovered that it's not as boring as we thought. We have pretty interesting conversation, <laughs> but it would be nothing without you. So we're so grateful for you. Also, um, complete transparency. I forgot to do something very important this morning, work-related. Ah. So if you talk to the people, I will do this, and, and then it won't look like I'm totally tuning out. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's okay. You know, over the last year, we've been we've done a lot of different things. I mean, we've we've had uh, a special that we call the Wheel of History, which we will we will continue that in season two. Uh, where, you know, we spin the virtual wheel and talk about things that happened in history during this uh, specific time. I love that. that. Yeah, we've also got the joke of the day that you all have really contributed to in a major way. We have a full page on our website where you can just read just the jokes. So if you're looking for something funny and you, you want to go catch something there, and you can feel free to steal those graphics, put them on your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever you'd like, and uh, we want to share them with everybody else. But you guys make that special because it always comes from you. It's your viewers... Uh, contribution there. Uh, let's see. We also have um, done over the last year or so, well, the getting to know you. We still do that. That's really popular. We love doing that. Getting to know you as you get to know us with some uh, insightful questions. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're like, wow, that's a really deep thought. And I really, uh, I didn't think about that, but it helps us to discover a few things about ourselves. Um, let's see. What else have we done? What about those things where we went back in time um, for the year, according to the show episode? It yeah. Yeah, like what when did we were you in the call decade? that? Did you call that re- the year that was? Oh, the year I love that was nineteen eighty, eighty one. That 82. was fun. Yeah, as we were going through the decades, we would uh, or through the the show episode numbers, they coincided with decades that most of us were familiar with, and so we just uh, highlighted on some tips. Uh, tips. We found some out that the year. that you a lot of you are younger than us is what we found <laughs> out. <laughs> also, but it was been it's been a lot of fun looking back. I liked those. Yeah. Also uh, on Stephen's um, profile there uh, it's, it's vicky who's typing in here uh-huh. from henderson kentucky and yeah. so uh just saying good uh, morning vicky they love us and we love you guys bless too, you, you know? it's cool bless when you, you meet people for the first time and you just automatically your spirit connects and and uh you do that and All right. from archdale high point north carolina oh good morning pastor judy sally love you so much this morning appreciate your faithful prayer um, running on, I was running on fumes this morning, and I just got a little text this morning that she was praying, and I'm I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Also got a text from D, Pastor D, that she was praying, and I just love that when you don't even ask for prayer, but the Lord sends you prayer warriors and intercessors. And I believe it's, it's like she just has a has a birthday, like in the last day or so. Wait. 
What? what? I, I saw it on Facebook. Who's this? Roselle posted it about her mom. No way. Yeah. I missed yeah. her birthday. Yeah. Oh, well, we have well, to make a big deal about yeah, that. Yeah. So. Okay. Destiny, help me out with that. Judy says, uh, what's in her cup? She says it runneth over. She's been studying persistence in prayer and how it moves God to answer. Holy moly. It is good. <laughs> Praise right, the Judy. Lord, Judy. Judy's always got these. I'm, I'm Judaisms. I'm She's, calling them She Judaisms. has the best one-liners. <laughs> Dee's birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you, Destiny. So it's still her birth week, birth month, yep. right? So we will make a big deal about Pastor D. Boyd. Hey, if you guys know Pastor D. Boyd from Crossroads Tabernacle Church of the Nazarene in Fort Worth, Texas, then you know she is worth celebrating every day. Yeah. So absolutely. Thanks, absolutely. Destiny. I appreciate the inside information. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. So. so le- we oh. didn't. Do you have something? No, I'm. Sorry. Well, I, I didn't. We didn't have a show on Saturday morning. We were planning to, but our weekend just got crazy because on Friday we were in Bowling Green, Kentucky, Friday evening for our district prayer summit with Pastor was, Richard Johnson. Was yes, there. yes. Uh, no shoes, Johnson. That's what I'm going to call him now. Uh, <laughs> I uh, have. It sounds like a blues name, doesn't it? Like a blues guitarist. <laughs> no, it sounds like a baseball name. Oh, no shoes, Johnson. Yeah. There you go. So uh, we were there on Friday night, and you know these had been scheduled tentatively from seven to midnight some went shorter than that a couple of them went exactly up to midnight uh and and friday night was no exception it was really good lots of prayer lots of uh god's presence and uh, lots of testimonies yeah a lot of testimonies and so we spent the evening there and then stayed overnight because on saturday morning we had a a midterm exam with our uh, one of our pastor teachers um seth we'll call him professor uh (laughs) Seth Tidball, who is a pastor down in Somerset. Right. And uh, so we spent a, a couple of hours there in Elizabethtown. Right. Partway back. Mm-hmm. So our day just kept piling up, piling up. And then we were coming home to pack, to leave, to go to uh, Henderson for the revival that was going to start. And of course, then we remembered it was Thunder Over Louisville Day and traffic was going to be crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. So let me just say, for those of you who have asked, Judy especially, um, we did pass our midterms on Saturday. We should have cheering over that. (laughs) Um, We were talking about that last week on the show. And so, yay, we passed our midterms. Yay. Um, And so thank you for asking. Thank you for praying. It has been a whirlwind. We're in a very, very busy season, but we're starting to see some things um, fall off and wind down. Praise the Lord. And um, here's what's not going to fall off this time with you. This is so important. We come on here three times a week or more because it's our heart to to encourage you in Jesus Christ. It's our heart to share the word with you. It's our heart to pray with you. It's not an interruption to some um, chat session. When you need prayer, we stop and pray. It's very much a part of the show. We know you can get your news and information and even your social interaction from any place. But the fact that you choose to hang out with us means so much. But we're not here just to talk to you about coffee, although that's so important. We absolutely want to share the love of Christ and we want you to be encouraged to live for him. And so that's why we get to do it. We have not shrunk back from our calling to continue doing this. And so even though we've been in a busy season, our heart is to continue even to increase our opportunities to love and encourage you. And that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. It is. Also, a couple shout outs this morning. Do you care? Absolutely. All right. I do care. Okay. Do you mind if I do that? I don't mind. Okay. And I do care. I just want to say, hey, we love you and we appreciate you to our podcast listeners. Faithful. 
faithful is what you are. You don't see us and we don't see you, but boy, it's so beautiful to interact with you and we appreciate you and we bless you in Jesus name. Special podcast listeners, the Shelbyville Postal Workers here in the 40065, they listen to podcasts as they sort the mail in the morning and then they deliver the mail and they're faithful about it. We love them and we appreciate you, Shelbyville Postal Workers. That's right. And of course, all of our uh, hardcore uh, devotees. Hardcore yeah. is right. You guys are faithful. You guys are so faithful. Yeah. Judy says it does sound like a baseball name. Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. That's right. right? Mm-hmm. And then- no, you're not old. I love Shoeless <laughs> Joe. She says, I'm not falling apart, old, mind you, just a little squeaky. Oil of the Holy Spirit is good for that. That is good. Okay, so here is what's in our cup this morning, because I asked you, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, make sure you let us know where you're tuning in from and let us know what's in your cup this morning. We absolutely love to talk about coffee. And even if you don't drink coffee, we care about what you're drinking too. That's right. Um, But this morning, I am sad to say we are winding down on something that I am very fond of, so I'm sad about this. But it's here. Yeah. Um, in our cup this morning is Frankenbones chocolate hazelnut from Bones Coffee Company. This has been a beautiful surprise. I am not a fan of chocolate coffee at all. This has a just a hint of chocolate in it, so it is not overwhelming. This is um, the front cover, kind of. That's not that. That's well, it's, it's oh okay. It's because I see it's so large. I oh, can't. I, I can't. Tell it to okay. what size to put so, it. In. So this Frankenbones has been a beautiful surprise, and I love, love, love this coffee. Um, chocolate hazelnut has been a favorite of mine. We bought it on clearance, but come to find out it's still available. Yeah. yeah. So you can go get your own bag of Frankenbones on sale, no less, if you go to Bones Coffee Company. Go through the Good Morning Show. We have a link on the goodmorningshow.com. TV and that's our website. Absolutely go use the link. If you put in a coupon code TGM Show TV, you get 20% off your first order. And we're appreciative. We are affiliate with Bones and we appreciate you using our affiliate link. We absolutely love Bones Coffee. And we have um, some new coffee that was given and sent to us this week. And yeah. we are going to open it and try it out. Right now, we're trying to sort of, um, how do I say this? Move through the stack of coffee that we have um, because you guys are faithful to get us coffee to try and it's been fun but I'm excited about this next blend that came to us it's a unique blend that was made for Elizabethtown Church of the Nazarene here in Elizabethtown Kentucky and it smells outstanding so I can't wait to try some Destiny said she didn't get her Starbucks because the line was around the store. Oh, that's so sad. That hurts my heart for you. That happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Judy says, you know, that sweet nectar, that's what's in her cup. Judy is drinking sweet tea. Joanne is drinking water. Joanne thinks she saw Bones Coffee in a shop in Canton, Ohio. They do have shops that carry Bones. That is the truth. Yep. Some shops carry it, and most of the time you have to order it online. It's so good. It's small roast. It's small batch roast coffee, which means they make it when you order it so it's fresh. Angie, good morning from Emmettio, Texas. Sweet sister, love you. Miss praying with you guys this morning. I'll just talk a little bit. Is this a good yeah, time? For I'll sure. just talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the reasons why um, we are moving just a little bit slow this morning is because we are in revival and revival is a time that Terry and I really commit to um, serving the Lord and his 
immediate need, an immediate voice for a people, very specifically. It's very unique. Each revival is very unique based on the people that we get to minister with. Um, yesterday was our first two services, Sunday morning and Sunday night in Henderson, Henderson United Church of the Nazarene in Henderson, Kentucky, not far from Evansville, Indiana. And we had a beautiful day in the Lord yesterday. Um, we are driving back and forth. It's a, it's a little over two hours, so it's not that bad. Um, but I, because we have been in such a busy season, we're a little bit behind on sleep from the weekend anyways. And this morning, one of us, me, um, was really, really struggling. Um, headache, just it's from lack of sleep, I think. So in all transparency, I just want to be honest with you why we didn't have a prayer call this morning. And that hurts my heart. But the Lord is faithful, and it's okay to say no sometimes because no is not a naughty word. I'm learning that. Right, 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 right. Okay, Uh, now listen to this. Um, Joanne says she loves revival. And Richard Johnson says Dr. Stephen Manley will be in revival at Glasgow First Church of the Nazarene in Glasgow, Kentucky, May 7th through the 10th. We will pray right now for your revival. Lord, I thank you for revival. I thank you for a time of refreshing and renewing in the strength of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, we need you. Um, We want our lives to be a perpetual, perpetual revival. But Lord, there's something so refreshing about having just a man or woman of God come in and just share your heart. And Lord, it is our heart that that is exactly what happens at Glasgow, First Church of the Nazarene with Dr. Manley. Will you just, Lord, um, just manifest your spirit so thick. I pray there be such a spirit of anticipation, Lord, and you encounter your people in a miraculous way. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Richard says Friday night was much needed. The presence was tangible. Yes. We love you too. It was a beautiful yeah. night. Friday night was really beautiful. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that time. I always enjoy our time at BG. BG, Bowling Green First Church of the Nazarene, is very special to us. Um, For sure. Their pastor is one of our dearest friends. Um, he's so, so precious to us, he and Tiffany and the boys. Um, but that church, for some reason, has always had a very marked place in our heart. And um, so we love getting together at BG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angie says she's praying that the Lord bless and refresh your spirit, soul, and body. Thank you so much. I received that. And Judy says two hours gives you a lot of time to pray. uh, (laughs) Judy had a prayer call at her house. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. That's so good. Um, So uh, Joanne is talking about Chad. Joanne, Chad is not anywhere this week. I think maybe you might have your dates confused. Um, It's not till the end of May that 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 the Behold conference. Yeah, the Behold conference that Dr. Rob McCorkle and Chad Bohai are going to be doing is in the end of May. So awesome. Just thought I'd throw that out there. What else? Hey, if you missed episode 104, that was Thursday Night Live. Seems like almost a week ago, right? Thursday, April 20th was the date for that, in case you're looking on the website. Uh, The word for your day came from Proverbs chapter 20, because we have this little technique we've shared along the way that you can pick a proverb, whatever day of the month it is, and just read until the Lord speaks to your heart about that. 
So it came from Proverbs chapter 20. Uh, we also talked about some fun facts about the Mona Lisa, one of the most well-known art paintings in the world. Uh, we also had a couple of getting to know you questions. Those were fun. And you can find this episode and all of our previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. You can click on the blog link to get all the extra special pictures and videos and links, or you could just watch videos on the videos page right there. And I already talked about the jokes page, so you know all about the stuff, right? And our next show is going to be 9 p.m. Speaking of Thursday Night Live, Thursday night, April 27th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, the good morning show at night. It's been said it's like breakfast in bed or breakfast for supper or <laughs> breakfast for dinner, whatever you call it, supper or dinner. I didn't know it was called breakfast in bed. Well, yeah, that was that was another option that he had, you know, breakfast in bed. You guys are bed. so clever. Well, you know, it's it's all Ben. It's all Master Pastor Yoda. I mean, He's he the best. comes I'm- up with this stuff. The first I, time I, I he asked me, what do you want me to say? And then then after that, I was like, you're doing so good, buddy. You just run with it. And he has. It has always been so good. In fact, the Thursday night stuff in the idea for Bible 101, that was his idea. And also, what was the other one that he came up with that we did? Um um, 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 I can't remember what he it was. He says, um, the good morning show where everybody knows your name as long as you yeah. type in the chat box. Yeah. Yeah. We had a segment though, that was something that was an, an inspired thought or an idea that he had. And, uh, I'll, I'll think of it later, you know? So, um, destiny is going to the behold conference at the end of May and she's asking us to go. Well, destiny, we are in revival at Elizabethtown that week. We are going to be doing, um, those three or four days. Sunday, I think Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. We will actually be here, um, in just near south of Louisville, um, to to be with Prentice, mm, mm. Pastor Prentice Evans, and um, Pastor Logan Wells. Yeah, and I'm looking yeah, yeah. forward to that. So I'm sorry that we can't join you all. I know you will have a beautiful time in the Lord. That's awesome. Um, okay, so um, I I. I'm sorry. I hear the, the Holy Spirit's just kind of nudging me over here. So keep talking. Okay. All right. Well, how about, uh, let's see. Uh, I mentioned episode one. This was our anniversary coming up tomorrow of uh, 105 episodes in the last 365 days. And uh, that's kind of a big deal because they've all been live. None of them pre-recorded. Well, there was one pre-recorded, but no pre-recorded stuff, just episode videos. But these are all um, the live stuff. And we've had a good time doing a lot of this. But I wanted to take a look back at uh, our very first episode. You know, things have evolved. They've come a long way. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy this little look back. It's a, it's a, you know, just a couple minutes here. So, so check this out. This is episode one on April 25th, 2022. The Good Morning Show debuted right here. Okay. So, uh, looks like we're live now. And, you know, normally they say just do nothing and wait until people get on, you know. Oh, do they but, say that? Yeah, but people go back and watch it later. And then and they're like, why they're are like, you okay, waiting? Why are you? I went through a minute and a half of you waiting for people to get on when I could have started from the beginning. So, <laughs> so, uh, so do we have, uh, yeah, uh, anybody? Oh, well, good morning, right? Good morning. This was an idea, a concept that came up. Uh, and interestingly enough, as I was looking through the um, computer for files for this, uh, it was two years ago when we talked about doing a good morning show um, where we have our coffee because, you know, people like to have their coffee in the morning. If you're not a coffee drinker, you're still welcome. It doesn't exclude anybody. Um, and if you're not a coffee drinker, maybe we'll make a coffee drinker out of you because um, we have been known to have that kind of an influence. Said to him. And, uh, 
I just feel like we need to encourage. I feel like we need to just sit and maybe read the word and have a little coffee time, um, just live streaming and telling people how much we love them, the Lord loves them, and just send some encouragement and some personalized prayer. And you guys, we have the opportunity to use technology and social media for expanding the kingdom of God and encouraging people. We should use it, not just us, but you, everybody. And so um, Terry said to me, wow, Melissa, that sounds like the Good Morning Show that I pitched to you two years ago that you said we didn't have time for. And I was like, okay, so I guess I'm slow on the uptake, but the Lord brought me around to this time of conversation and spending time in his word and fellowshipping with each other. We need each other. Uh, I agree. I agree. Is anybody even on? They probably <laughs> tuned out now with that long explanation. No, with the no. long explanation. Sometimes the long way around is the good, the good drive. You know. So you're invited to participate. We can't do this without you. We need you. We need your input. We need your questions. We need your comments. We need your prayer requests. We want to pray with you and encourage you. Maybe you just have a testimony that you want to share. Um, One of the when cool you join the Good Morning Show, you're going to hear for sure some things. Here's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear the Word of God as we read a little bit of his word together you're going to have prayer because we believe in praying for each other and three you're going to hear a little bit about coffee no shame i think to close it out we started it with the introduction from the book of ezra where it said that god uses whoever suits his purposes so uh we want to encourage you to be a person yeah. who suits his purposes Amen. for his plan yeah in your life and in the life of others and just encourage somebody today be an encourager and be encouraged. Yeah, we love you so much. God bless you guys. God bless. I was I was so loud. <laughs> we used our Yeti. We have a bu- we have a blue Yeti microphone. It's awesome, by the way. Um, but it was clearly picking up me, which it was right in the middle of us. So it was yeah. strange that it was picking me up and not you. And I'm already loud, well, right? Well, we, we've come a long ways, I think. Uh, that was painful. <laughs> Judy says how sophisticated you. Yes, become. that was hard to watch, wasn't yeah, it? But you know, but everybody has beginnings, and it's and the Bible tells us to not despise the day of small yeah, beginnings. Yeah. That's the truth. That's so, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, and for sure. Also, I can see that I've seriously gained weight in the last year. <laughs> I can see We're it not in my talk face. About that. That's Bruno. Oh, the we way, don't talk about Bruno. Destiny said the way we've all upgraded the uh, sound and the visuals made this show so fun. Impact is amazing. So proud of y'all how Jesus flows through all you do. And that goes right back to you, Destiny. Destiny for sure. You're such a, an encourager, wow. but uh, God's you, using you in amazing ways. How fun. How fun. Yeah. Well, again, happy anniversary to you guys. It's the anniversary, the one year anniversary of the Good Morning Show. And we haven't despised the day of small beginnings. We just looked back at our first episode and that was kind of fun. And um, by the way, <laughs> you're so handsome. And happy I'm anniversary. Just, this is a big here. deal because this is your brainchild, you and the Holy Spirit. This yeah. is your baby. And so I'm so proud of you. And I'm also really excited that you let me do this with you. So thank you, Terry. I do it with you. I love you so it much. Be, it would be weird. I appreciate really you. Weird. I really appreciate you. I love well, doing I appreciate everything you. With you. You know, there's a post on our on our uh, website also that was the actual test post. Uh, if you go to our blog, you'll be able to find it. It's all the way at the very beginning. The blogs are listed chronologically, so you kind of have to scroll through and keep adding and go to the end or whatever. I think you can also type in, uh, nah, I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's at the very beginning of all of our blogs, and it was a little test thing that we did just two years prior to actually launching the show. 
You're kidding. Do you remember that? Or no. it was a year? No. Might have been a year or two. I can't remember. Oh, my goodness. But it was uh, like it was like blog entry number zero, I think. Oh, I have to like go back that. and look. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a ways back there. Um, we had a great time. You're talking about through, um, as we're uh, reminiscing about some of the different things we've done over the year, um, We our Christmas season, wasn't that special? Christmas was an outstanding time of year um, on the Good Morning Show. Having celebrations with you and with you guys, and we started in November as we were thankful and, you know, really put an emphasis on the Thanksgiving season. And then we moved right after that into Christmas. And I felt like every day was like Christmas, just celebrating you and hearing your traditions and, and hearing uh, just everybody's heart and thoughts about the, the holy season of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It was just fun. I enjoyed Christmas. And then Christmas Eve was a very special service yeah. because it, it sorry, uh, episode. It, it was. <laughs> I'm a preacher. Okay. <laughs> I'm a preacher. Everything's a service. Uh, sorry. Anyway, Christmas was awesome. It, it was. And, and you know, um, we did the uh, top 20 favorites, remember, of the songs, Christmas songs, yes, and also Christmas movies, movies and shows, and got your guys' input on all yeah. that, and we put together a little list for each one of those, but we had that countdown, and then uh, we did the MP3 of the music countdown, because we couldn't play the songs actually on the episodes because of, uh, you know, rights and all that with YouTube and streaming and Facebook, they ban you for doing all that, but we made an MP3 available, so I know it's still early for Christmas, but if you're looking for a Christmas You cannot blend, talk about you can, Christmas. You can go download it on our website. Just look for the uh, it's right after Christmas episode, I think, right around uh, the 26th or so. How fun! Yeah, um, let's see. We also uh, we start we we started doing some other stuff that uh, we haven't done in a little while, and uh, my mind was just there for a second. But let's just go back over to the chats uh, while we uh, think about. Yeah, those Judy things. said the interview with Santa was awesome. He oh, is such a special special Santa Claus. Yeah, and, and he gave us the rendition of the night before Christmas that made me cry. And it was like the 200th anniversary or something or 100th of, anniversary of, of the, story. the night before christmas no no, was, no it was more than that older than it was that like 200 year anniversary I, I think. well now that i say that it might have been 100 either way it yeah. was very very cool and i loved having him on that was so special our grandchildren their moms and dads our kids helped the grandbabies tune in um of course baylor was on um talking to santa it was a very very <laughs> special uh, i agree judy that was a very special episode yeah so yeah. Yeah. Um, Judy says, um, MK says, let me just back up. So, so good. Terry and Melissa, the first show, good. I love you. <laughs> MK is such an encouragement. Uh, yeah, and Judy, Judy says, we become toddlers. We're one year old. We're doing good. Yeah, we're going we're back. We're hanging in there, aren't we? Going back. <laughs> going back. And I speak recently, uh, just so like it's so natural now, but Thursday Night Live was not always a thing. No, Thursday that, Night Live, we've only done about like, what, eight episodes of that or something when now? When we started, we were just kind of doing two a week and um, the times were a little bit different and we sort of you know kind of fell into a pattern where we saw what worked for you guys and what worked for us and then um, really felt like we were missing the evening crowd especially those who have to work during the day and so adding Thursday night um, and taking the Good Morning Show to another time of day seemed like the right progression. Yeah. And boy, has it been. Thursday Night Live is by far the most viewed show each week. 
And so um, that's the the going thing. I think it is the statistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, and you guys are faithful morning people to get on in at Thursday night too. And that's been so fun. We've enjoyed Thursday night live mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I also love adding in other elements. That's been fun as we've learned how to do that. Yeah, we started I say the we, birthday but club. Really, you? Yes, we that have was something new. Yeah. And oh, I thought maybe you were going to add some. Oh, to I could that. add That's some more. Yeah. I didn't know. I go ahead. I've talked for a while. <laughs> I've also liked adding in Ben um, as our introduction. He has got some great fresh ideas. Um, actually, many of you have given us ideas along the way. Um, and I also love when we see people out and about who we don't see typically typing on the chat box are, are like, we tune in all the time. We watch you all the time, even though we can't type well, um, we're always watching. And so, hi, Bobby and Doris, we love you guys. And so if you can't uh, type, I just want you to know that we love you. It doesn't matter if you can interact with us. We love you and we want to encourage you. Yeah. And also, um, not only that, but those of you that come and watch it after it's live wow we appreciate you we don't talk a lot about that segment of people but there is a lot of you that do not watch it live and watch it on replay and boy we believe in the lord's timing and so we know that the word or the prayer or the message that's coming after the fact is so important for your right now and so we trust the lord in that and we appreciate you viewing and reviewing our episodes for sure for sure uh, let's go over some tips real quick before we get to the word for your day about um, building a habit of reading the Bible daily. It's a tough thing sometimes. We get really busy and um, man, if anything, this list is for me because when I was putting this together, I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, I need that. I need to really start doing this too and um, have gotten out of the habit. It's easy to get out of the habit of certain things, isn't it? Yeah. And so uh, for us to get back into that. So maybe this will help somebody, including myself here. Uh, the first thing that we can do to building a habit of reading the Bible daily is to pray for a hunger for God's word. Psalm 119 verse 103 says this, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Mm. Ask God for a hunger for his word. Okay. This is a prayer. He's going to be delighted to answer. I guarantee it. Because when you have a hunger for something, uh, whether it's something physical, something we like, you know, have and you're like, oh, I can't wait to go have that again or whatever. Maybe you found a restaurant you liked or whatever. Same way with God's word. Pray for that hunger that you just can't get enough of it. Like, a, you know, like a buffet, right? Or Lulu's. <laughs> the next thing is to schedule a definite time. When we schedule a time for something, it's, we say, well, it's an appointment. It makes it important. It validates that we have to actually commit to, to spending time to do that. And um, the best time is before the busyness begins, if possible, like, you know, in the morning. But some people don't have a luxury of that. Maybe you've got to be out the door at 430. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Maybe you could do it before bed. Mm. Yeah. But if we schedule schedule the time and designate a time, it helps us to prioritize and it adds it to a daily routine kind of thing, right? The next thing is uh, read consecutively. Now, there are lots of different reading plans. You could read through the Bible in a year chronologically. Uh, there are Bibles that are set up like that uh, and reading lists, or you can just read through book by book. We also know that you can just soak and saturate in a certain place and jump around. But sometimes on certain days when you get up, you're kind of like, well, where do I start today? 
And so if you start consecutively, maybe you've never read the Bible from cover to cover, Genesis to Revelation. So just start reading it that way. You know where you've left off. You know where it's time to start. Do you mind if I jump in here? Sure. Um, so the Bible is actually one overarching story mm-hmm. of, of, of the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. And it starts from the beginning mm-hmm. and it goes all the way to the end. Literally. And, <laughs> and, and, and the, the truth of the matter is um, sometimes we get really focused in part and piecemealing it out. And sometimes that's needed. But when you're reading like this, um, consecutive reading is a brilliant way to take a whole, especially books at a time. There are some books when it's really difficult, in my opinion, just to to read one chapter and be done and move to something else. Like there are consecutive stories. There's an overarching theme. Even Paul's letters, the epistles to the churches, to us, um, those are important. Now, obviously, some of them are very long. Some of them are much shorter. Um, And so I'm not saying that you have to read it all in one setting. But I, I do agree with Terry about reading consecutively instead of jumping around also just want to caution you about this whole taking a verse here and taking a verse there and sort of bending um, the word to your purposes um, there's a there's a a flaw in a thinking if we want to take our point and have the Bible back it up as evidence that's not what it's for this is a message from the Lord to us. This is a manual for how to live. This is a way to get to know who the Lord is, his personality, his character, his nature. This is much more than trying to back up your point with evidence. That's not what the Bible is for. So I caution you and I say, be very, very careful about piecemealing out the word. Sorry. Thank you no for letting me share needed. that. Another thing that we can do as we're building a habit of reading the Bible daily is to turn our hearts to the Lord. I mean, we, we turn our attention and our time and our focus to so many different things, and uh, it's so easy to get distracted. So when we turn our heart to Him, it's intentional. We're saying, Lord, I turn my heart again to you right now. I'm open to you, what you want to say. Speak to me. Wash me in your word. Yeah. Uh, speak to me, as Judy is saying, uh, not just so that we have a word for others, but so that we can be able to be transformed Amen. specifically according to his purposes, according to your purposes. We're making it a prayer, right? Yeah. And uh, we could say, there's so much more for me to see in your word. So would you enlighten me? Show me. Illuminate these things as I read today. That's important to do right before you read it. Amen. And then after you've read and he's shown you a few things, then you can pray over what you've read, right? You say, thank you for showing me what I've seen here. Thank you for helping me to understand your word today. Thank you for wisdom and revelation, the things you've revealed to me through your word. Thank you for your promises Mm. and for your faithfulness. And and I mean, that alone right there, you're talking to God, you're saying thank you. And if you do that regularly, I mean, it's going to improve. You can't do, it can't, it can't hurt at all. It's going to help you, right? The next thing is to, uh, to keep track of what you're reading. All right. Rather, maybe it's a, you can check off a book when you finish a book. Say you finished the book of uh, Genesis in your contents. If you want to put a check mark or an X mark or put a date by it. So it shows when you first read through that, that book in your Bible. 
If you don't like to write in your Bible in that respect, uh, keep it in a journal. Write it in there. Finish the book of Hebrews today and, uh, you know, looking forward to what God has for me next. Um, This helps us to see the progress and the progress can be confident. It increases our confidence and it encourages us. So you can see where you've been. You can see that things are happening. And for me, sometimes when I look in there and the last date has been a little while, I say, okay, I've slacked off a little bit. Help me, Lord. Um, Help me increase the gap so that it's daily and not weekly. The last thing is to guard against distractions. So this is a big one because I just got distracted trying to read off of a list here when my text notifications went off on my computer, (laughs) right? I mean, they're all around us. They're everywhere. It's important to value the time that we're setting aside about being intentional about reading God's word that we need to avoid some of the distractions, if only for a little while. It doesn't have to be for an hour, two hours, three hours, unless you know, the Lord says, hey, I want you to read, or maybe you just can't get enough and you don't stop. But for whatever short time it is, maybe silence your phone or take it and flip it over, put it on silent. Not vibrate, just silence it, set it aside, and just read in the word. A lot of people like to read. They say, well, I read my Bible on my phone or on my iPad. Well, guess what? Those notifications are still there. Mm. And sometimes we're like, oh, oh, okay, that's cool. I wonder what's happening on Facebook. No, resist the temptation and just uh, set aside and um, maybe read a print Bible. Okay, if you have a print Bible, that's the best way because you're not going to get the only notification you're going to get there is God speaking to your heart. Mm -hmm. All right. And this daily habit of reading God's word will strengthen our faith. It'll help us to get to know the Lord better. It helps us to get to know ourselves better and we can grow in the knowledge and the truth that he has in his word. Can I just make a suggestion as well? I was just thinking this as you were so diligently going through that list and I love every single point. Um, I just, maybe it's the Holy Spirit speaking here. So let's just kind of test this. Okay, can we do that? Um, I just feel like some some of you listening may say, giving myself to time to read the word every day is just too much. I, I can't even attempt it. That's just too big. Well, what if you just try doing it once or twice a week? And then after you're kind of settled into that, maybe try three or four times a week. What if you don't make it such a big bite? What if you take this in little bites? What if you say every Sunday I hear the word because I go to church, I read along. Okay, great. So how about you try adding in Wednesday morning? Then you're getting something Sunday morning and Wednesday morning. And then what if you go back and you say, all right, I'm going to add in like a Monday or a Friday. What if you don't take such a huge bite and it's overwhelming for you, so you just avoid it. What if you just start taking little bites at a time? You have my permission to do that. If that's what you need to do, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to start small, okay? So permission granted. And maybe even it's just, uh, if you do it daily, 15 minutes, just set a timer. Say, I'm just going to read for 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. when 15 minutes is up, I'm going to move on. You These know? are suggestions. Yeah. So use what works for you. Absolutely. But here's the point read it. Don't leave it in the corner on a shelf or on your coffee table to collect dust. Read it. Open it. Sure. Get to know your heavenly father. Get to know the creator of the universe. He is waiting for you to get to know him. Absolutely. That's a good segue into what you got next. What's the word? What's the word for our day? I'm in Mark. I wasn't going to be actually. I had um, some Old Testament that I was going to share this morning and I, the Lord just impressed upon me to share a little bit about what I'm going to share tonight. So if anybody's on here who's going to be at Revival tonight, you're going to hear this. Sneak preview. Yeah, it's a sneak preview. Mark chapter 14, um, verses 13 through 16. 
Okay, so we just finished really the Lenten season with Easter and um, before Easter was the Passover, the, the, the days leading up to the Lord's crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection. And there's this... There's this little story in Mark about how Jesus sends his disciples on ahead. I'm just going to read a few of these verses um, from Mark. And there's a reason why I'm using the Gospel of Mark. I've always used it for this word. And so I just wanted to set it up for you. Um, So Jesus is sending them on ahead into Jerusalem to procure a place um, to have their Passover meal together. And so he says... And he sent to this, excuse me, Mark chapter 14, verse 13. And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into a city, into the city, and a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him. And wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house, the teacher says, where is my guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he said to himself, And he, excuse me, and he himself will show you a large upper room furnished and ready and prepared for us there. And the disciples went out and came to the city and found it just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. All right. So here's the story. Jesus had foreknowledge, um, knowledge by the Holy Spirit, supernatural knowledge that there would be a man carrying a water pitcher that owned a home that would be available and prepared for them. Now, I want to explain to you the, um, the hugeness of this. This is Passover in Jerusalem. Most families, if they were able in the entire region and country of Israel would pilgrim to Jerusalem for the Passover holiday. It would be teeming with people, wall to wall people, full of people. It was under Roman rule at this time. So there was more than one um, culture present, but it was packed with people. There would have been, just like when Jesus was born, no room at the inn, okay? Every place would have been full. Every um, inn or, or, or place to stay would have been full. The temple would have been teeming with people. This is not, this is like more than Louisville on Louisville over Thunder or, or, or Derby Day. It's packed of people, you guys. And so um, the fact that there is an empty room prepared and available is unheard of right at the moment that they needed it okay the fact that this man had some impression in his heart now let's talk about this this man who is unnamed this homeowner who is unnamed who is preparing an upper room at some point something i would call it the holy spirit must have prompted him to prepare this room for a large gathering and leave it empty so there's 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 place settings there's table there must be food there's all of these things that are somewhat prepared 
and not booked for someone else, not full for his own family. Listen, this is a big deal. And something must have prompted this homeowner to do this. And I believe it was the Holy Spirit. And here's the choice. He has this opportunity to say yes or to say no to this prompting. This is not a stretch. The details aren't written in black and white, but it's easy to infer what was happening at this time. There is a moment when we become like this man impressed to do something. And it may seem very small, like setting a table and preparing it, not knowing you have any guests coming. Not having it booked ahead of time. I think he could have went out to the street and probably peddled the room and made a ton of money. But for some reason, he was impressed not to do that, but to leave it open and prepared for this moment when Jesus' disciples came to him and said to the owner of the house, the teacher says, where is my guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he himself showed them to a large upper room furnished and ready. So we, we have this, this opportunity to follow suit with this homeowner, just like he was impressed to prepare his room, have it furnished, ready and waiting for what it does not say that he had any idea what it was. There are moments in our life. This is the point that we are impressed to do things that seem so strange. They seem so odd and some of them are big and some of them are huge. Like the moment when Moses approached the burning bush, those burning bush moments, they, they are there and they happen for all of us at some point or another. Or like Mary, who the angel came to speak to her and tell her she would be with child by the Holy Spirit. Those are huge moments in our life that absolutely change the trajectory of not only our life, but our family but can I tell you those moments are few and far between the truth of the matter is these moments when we are called to radical obedience are usually small and strange and almost insignificant but just like this man garnered a place in the word of God forevermore because he was obedient and Jesus Christ was able to spend his last night with his disciples in a very comfortable place doing exactly what he needed to do serve 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 wash their feet teach them love them one last time share with them the body and the blood one last time a meal one last time before he was arrested. This is a special treat for this homeowner that forever, come on, forever. This room is is his and he gave it to the Lord. And it seems so beautiful and it seems so small. But what is the power of our small yes? What is the power of our small act of obedience? Can I tell you a couple stories? You know, Dr. Rob McCorkle is a dear friend of ours. We love him so much. And he has a story of going to a restaurant and after getting his tray of food, he went and sat down. And as he went and sat down, there was a chair that was sort of pulled out from a table and it was sort of in the aisle. And as he sat down, he heard a prompting of the Holy Spirit say, get up and go push that chair in. And Rob thought, why? What a small, strange request. Why would I do that? And the Lord said, go push that chair in. 
And again, he thought, this is a strange request. I'm not even going to do it. I'm just totally going to ignore it. I'm going to eat my meal. And about five seconds later, after the second time the Holy Spirit prompted him and he said no, someone came by with a tray of food and tripped over the chair and fell. And the Holy Spirit said, I asked you to pull the chair in. So here's the point. Were there life-changing consequences for someone in that moment if he pushed the chair in? Probably not. We don't know, but that's the point. We don't know. And so when the Lord prompts us to do something, whether it seems strange or small or different or who who knows, we have an opportunity just like Rob, just like that homeowner to say yes. And we have no idea what may come on the other side of our yes. I have more stories. I'm not going to share them. I'm going to share them tonight at Revival. But here's what I know. Those big burning bush moments are beautiful, but that's not really the normal way the Lord speaks to us and prompts us. What if you're in the checkout line at the grocery and the Lord speaks to you and says, leave the self-checkout line and go stand in line at the very long line at cashier number 12. And you think, I don't want to do this. I don't have time. Why would I do this? And so you just obediently go stand at cashier line, very long, number 12. And when you get up, you see a little girl, red-faced, broken, tired. She's been beat up by the people in front of you. And she needs someone to love and encourage her in Jesus. If you hadn't gotten out of the self-check line and gone and gotten her line and waited, you would miss an opportunity to say, oh, honey, I'm sorry you've had a bad day. Jesus loves you. How can I pray for you? How can I love you today? How can I encourage you? You would miss a chance to share the Lord Jesus. And maybe she says, I... I am so broken in this moment and I need this or I need that. And what if that encounter is like planting a seed that will come to harvest and someday that little girl may choose Jesus Christ? What if we just obey the small impressions and these small moments when the Lord gives us to say yes and to be obedient, whether we understand the gravity and the weight of the yes or not, it might be small. The consequence may be tiny, but this is how we build the kingdom of God, one small obedient act at a time. And so I share this today and I want to pray into this. Lord Jesus, I pray that today we would be so obedient to the small things, Lord. I I thank you for the burning bush moments, Lord. I really do. I thank you for the moments when you descend and you speak so clearly to us and it changes the trajectory of our life. But Lord, I thank you for these small tender moments. Lord, I pray we would not miss them. I pray we would not brush them aside. I pray we would not say yes to every small thing, every moment where we stop and pray and intercede, every moment where we give love and encouragement, every text we send because we felt prompted to text someone or we felt prompted to call someone or we felt prompted just to go get the word and open it up because you had something to say to us, Lord, may we be so radically obedient in these small moments, Lord, these small requests, for some of them lead to huge, huge, beautiful consequences that grow your kingdom. And some of them, Lord, grow us. (laughs) And some of them show off your faith and your faithfulness to others. And Lord, we don't want to miss an opportunity no matter what the outcome may be. So Lord, help us be sensitive 
and help us have a yes in our mouth the moment we hear your prompting. And we ask these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Amen. I think we've had about a uh, hundred or more word for your days. Wow. I don't remember that we did it exactly in the very beginning show, but uh, I know that we've been doing it pretty much ever since, you know. So Monica has a prayer request. She mm-hmm. says um, that if she would be able to get unemployment so she can go back to H&R Block in October, and if not, that the Lord would open a big, obvious door for another job. She desires his will. Let's pray right now. Lord Jesus, you have a plan and a purpose for Monica. You have a plan and a purpose for Monica right there in Knoxville. Lord, this move has been somewhat of a stress. It has. And we aren't sure what you're saying in this hour, but Lord, you are saying something. You are speaking. You have a plan for her in this place. And so, Lord, we are praying that you would open a door and make it so clear what your word is. Are you saying, Lord, for her to wait to go back next season to H&R Block? Are you saying for something else? Lord, we want to know what you're saying. And Lord, I pray that you would just allow Monica to block out the noise and distraction of the world and hear your tender voice speak. Lord, I thank you that when you open a door, you do not allow anyone else to close it. And Lord, you don't also allow us to try to force open a door that's closed. And so Father, would you allow the door to open the right time and for Monica not to miss one moment to walk through that door. We pray in your son Jesus name. Amen. Amen. What's that? <laughs> Going back over to the chat box here. I love that. Um, uh, Joanne says she never uses self-checkout. I Give do. Give you an opportunity to be able to interact with somebody right there. That's good. Uh, uh, there I have been love- times where we've said should we go to one or the other right 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 you're right but i love self-checkout but also at our kroger you have a good relationship going with the self-checkout lady well yeah they do have somebody there in the self-checkout lane that you can um, communicate with with and yeah yeah have human interaction as joanne says uh let's see uh judy also says that melissa you just confirmed something for her and she says thank you holy spirit for loving me so much to confirm to my heart that such a small and insignificant thing to me is big to you amen thank you yeah that was a little shoulder dancing it was i almost got my whole body involved (laughs) well that little bass line do 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 whatever you like you like do 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 your inner disco coming out there oh yeah good we did finger dancing for the first time in uh uh, season one for the first time in season one i've been finger dancing my whole life i know but season one i publicly I i publicly debuted my finger dancing career that's what happened in season one. Yeah, that's it. I was, I I was trying to say. I publicly debuted that I am a finger dancer. I was thinking of things that happened in season one. Um, I'm scrolling back up here. Uh, Mary Kay had something. She said that a year ago, she was so, so sick. And our show was such a good, uplifting show that really helped her through that oh, time. Oh, MK, I'm so, I'm so blessed that the Lord has healed and touched you. And you are such a testimony of faithfulness. Your whole life, MK, has been a testimony of the Lord's faithfulness and miracle working. He has just, he's, he, you were born to be saved right off the bat. And then you have had a life of faithfulness. And the Lord has just really shined through you. And so I thank you that we were allowed to be a part of your encouragement as the Lord has brought you to healing. 
that's the, thank you for sharing that testimony. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We always love hearing the testimonies. Uh, let's see. Monica says, uh, sleep checkout. We need employee discount. What's that? Self-checkout. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what do... Uh, the other thing about it is there's, like, people that don't have jobs, right? And there's, like, computers taking their jobs, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, a yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is, for sure. Right. Right. Okay. You want to do a little getting to know you I here? want to. All right. We got a couple minutes left, yeah. so here it is. I need a number between one and 200. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Anybody knows who that reference is there? Post that in the chat box. There it is. Let's test your... Between uh, one and 200, we'll just do a couple questions and we'll get to know you. This question is for Terry. It's for me and it's for you. We absolutely want to get to know you. Number 37. 37. Oh, wouldn't you know that's one that's blanked out. All right. 134. So, Sorry, Judy. We got to jump on. That number, one's Judy. full. 134, I've Monica been trying to says. replace these, but uh, that one looks like one that just kind of slipped through. All all right, one thirty-four. One thirty-four. Okay, you're gonna love this question. How do you feel about clowns? I actually do not have a problem with clowns. My kids do. My daughter hates Taylor. Jewel hates clowns. Like I don't know what the problem is with the the millennials and Gen Zers, but they do not like clowns. Mine's mine don't anyways. <laughs> I do like them. I had the really coolest picture, and it was a picture of a clown, and his nose, the red nose, protruded off the page, and you turned it, and when you turned it it was a music box and it played send in the clowns ah, which is actually yeah. a really sad song but yeah, right i i never minded clowns at all i always thought they were fun and enjoyable and then stephen king wrote it and freaked everybody out yeah you know i i i've always enjoyed clowns i think that uh you know they've been a big part of growing up we used to go to the rodeos a lot and they'd have rodeo clowns yeah, you I know love rodeos. that would help distract the bull and yep. the animal to keep them from yeah. Um, you know, all that. So I've always enjoyed him. We did have that really weird clown scare thing several years ago. That Remember when people just would so stand dumb. out on the road randomly in a clown outfit? And, uh, it was weird. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, Monica says, depending on the makeup job, right? Yeah. Some of them are a little weird. Yeah. And Joanne says she doesn't care for them. Yeah. Said her ha- her granddaughter hates them too. All right. Judy says number 48. Here we go. Number Last question. 48. Last question. Get to know you. <laughs> these, these always can go one way or the other, you know, and it's funny where this one's going what do you rebel against (laughs) what do you rebel against um do we need to pick another number (laughs) rebelling rebelling yeah against rebelling i'm rebelling against rebelling that's that's um well you know okay i just want to say something about rebellion and stubbornness that that is not something that pleases the lord especially when you're rebelling against his word or his way and um, he makes that really clear in his word. And so we have to be really careful about a spirit of rebellion. Yeah. Although I easily could fall into that. Oh, what? You're going to tell me what to do? Well, I'm going to show you what. You know, that. you got to be careful about that. How about yeah. you? What do you rebel against? Bad drivers on the highway. Oh, my goodness. Boy, that's the truth. Not to the point of road rage, but just, I don't know. I talk to inanimate objects like they can hear me. And, you know, uh, it seems to make a difference for me. So <laughs> Judy says she rebels against mean people. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's good. Good morning, Pastor yeah, Ruth Morgan. Bless morning. you, sister. 
my kids thinking they are my parents, Joanne says. Oh. She's rebelling against that. <laughs> you guys are funny. All right. Well, guess what? It's time to end the show. And I just want to say again, happy anniversary. The Good Morning Show over the last year has been a joy and a blast because yeah. of you. And we're so grateful for you. We love you because Jesus loves you so much. Because he loves us, we've received his love. Now we're giving it to you. And we don't even have to know you to say that and mean it. We really love you. We appreciate you. And we can't wait to spend the next season encouraging you some more. That's right. Looking forward to Thursday Night Live this Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central, episode number. 106. Who knows what kind of hilarity, good fun, and encouragement is going to come from that. But if you've been a part of Thursday Night Live, you know that it just it only goes up from here. And we have a great time when you are there. So be sure to meet us on Thursday night. Also visit the website for all the usual stuff. You know all about it. And here to tell you is our uh, little gal, Emily. All right. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. Kick it off. Let's do something big this week. We Amen. love you. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.